0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Creator Spotlight. I'm Jeremy Lambert still. That's still Steven Jensen. And below us, a name you know, a name you recognize, the first ever person who we interviewed in the Creator Spotlight on this show. He is back over a year later. Uh, You know him from YouTube, the host of Muscle Memory. He is a world champion powerlifter. He might be wrestling. I don't know. He keeps teasing stuff about wrestling. World famous interviewer, I'm just going to say it, Muscle Man Malcolm with the Beautiful, beautiful hats. How you doing, man?
2: Thank you, thank you. The best wrestling Ooh. interviewer of all time, Muscle Man Malcolm. I allow you go ahead. and You can say that if you want, but I can say it for myself as well. Nice to meet you. Yes, meet us. Come it. on now. Nah, I, mean, sure I mean, no. yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, yeah, we've we've been we hung out in person multiple times. We're talking yeah. about meeting us. Yeah, um, actually today, especially because of the way the setup is, Jeremy Malcolm's in the middle. <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Oh my gosh! Ah, that I, get I going. just I'm gonna you. Nope, there, Jensen's not even on the show
3: anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, was to say, I, was, I was about to say, I actually have the power to add and remove myself yes, right I now, mean. so I actually could but but um, yeah, I had to get that one in, like, super fast. Malcolm, Malcolm in the middle. Big, uh, big, Malcolm, We big got Malcolm it, we got it, Jensen. Yeah, anyways, oh, shout out Frankie Munoz, all right, um, Frankie <laughs> Munoz. Malcolm, Malcolm how you been, man? How you been since the last time we interviewed you, dude? It's been a long time. You're your first guest ever. It was like that was like probably what, like a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. It hadn't been, yeah, it
2: like... yeah, it's been about two years. The last time you guys talked to me, I was still in undergrad. I took a year off in between. Now I'm in grad school, so I'm back in another empty apartment, chilling, <laughs> talking wrestling with the boys. Life is good.
1: <laughs> let's 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 ask the hard hitting questions right off the bat. The hats, Malcolm. We, we love the hats. We know that the hat, the the famous one,
2: stolen, correct? Oh, yes. Unfortunately, stolen while I was sleeping in a uh, Charlotte airport, Charlotte International Airport. I, you Aww. guys, I was sleeping, and someone just took my hat. I'm like, all the stuff I had on me, all the camera gear, all the laptops, and you take the hat? I mean, Why? that's... The- I don't know.
1: It's the most valuable thing. Who cares about the? Clearly,
2: I mean, it's all my power was in that hat, so I had to go buy <laughs> two more. So you know, it's like-
1: <laughs> they don't know how to run a camera. They know how to wear a hat. They might not look yes. good in
2: it, but like True. you know, they True. know they how. They don't want to rock you know. it correctly though. So yeah. I-, I I hope whoever took it, they're suffering slowly. So
1: so do I. That even Charlotte from North Carolina. That makes me sad that you know North Carolina natives just let me down like that, taking the hat. Yeah, like disgusting, that. disgusting. Yeah. State. Okay. What's yeah. What's your favorite kind of hat, Malcolm?
2: Mm, my favorite kind of hat
1: uh this one is that one yes yeah. this one yeah. yeah do you have a name for your hats
2: i think i should name it um oh i can't think of a name on the spot um uh uh brock
1: brock all right you know I can you can always go go well with brock by the way this is i'm doing this hat bit legitimately when you interviewed jake hager and got his opinion on hats like i turned that whole thing into an article because it popped me so much of just jake (laughs) hager reviewing hats it was
2: hilarious to me i've been reading the clip that too like i remember doing that with him i was like i should make this a clip and i just got to so glad you said that because i'm gonna go edit that since we're done doing this interview so oh (laughs) it
1: it, it, again it was hilarious man anything like that like Easy, easy, quick little thing. He does these quick reviews of everything. Oh, uh, so so good! Like that was a tremendous, tremendous bit. So let's actually get into like interviewing stuff. And now, some of these interviews, these shorter interviews that that you do. What is your mindset when you go into when you only know like at the um, like conventions and stuff? You only got a couple minutes with a guy. You can't like press on too much stuff. Like, what's kind of your mindset when you only know you got like three, four minutes with a guy?
2: I think when I interview people, I think what is a good clip. Because I know as a smaller creator, that's what's going to get the most views and the most exposure are those clips that go on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube shorts. So I kind of ask a lot of questions that I know I can go back and break down into just clips. So I'm like, let me just talk about the most popular thing that you've done. And I'm going to clip that and I'm asking another popular thing you did. I'm going to clip that and so on. So for like five more questions and then I just get a bunch of content out of it. So that's kind of where my mindset is right now. And as I start to grow more, and build up like a, a stronger audience, then I'll, it'll be more conversational based and I'll have more time to really sit down and talk to these guys for, you know, your 40 minutes to an hour and whatnot. But until then, we're, we're more focused on the clips right now, getting the views out, building the name so people know who I am. When I walk down the street, everyone already knows who I am. Cause you know, I'm famous as hell, but you know, more people can know me by then. How, how has that been working for you? Like as far as, um, cause I've, I've seen the
3: the growth that, that you've had over the last couple of years, especially. And, TikTok is the one thing that I just am not tapped into at all. Like I'm really tapped into like YouTube and certain like stuff going on in like the internet culture, but nothing as far as TikTok. But um, I know it can be something that's super, super useful. And I know that you're somebody who's been doing really well with it. So if you could kind of speak a little bit more to like maybe TikTok short, like shorts speci- like even more specifically, like
2: the importance of that um, a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like a really big fan of like comedians. So where I got my idea of like making a lot of clips out of like my interviews really comes from like watching a lot of comedians. uh, Matt Reif and uh, Andrew Schultz are like my two favorite right now. And I found out about them mainly through like TikTok and Instagram reels. Uh, And that really just came from clips and then going back and watching all their like full like comedy shows and whatnot. I'm really about to buy Andrew Schultz tickets probably tomorrow morning because he's going to be in Massacre Garden. I don't know why I'm promoting him, but I like him, so I want to. Um, But... Um, Like seeing like how they clip their stuff and how big of an audience that it reaches, like that to me, that's like that's the best way I can do it because someone that like wants to you know follow me and know me, they don't have 20 minutes to try to figure out how I interview someone, but they have like you know 30 seconds to figure out if I can ask a good question or not. So that's kind of like my, my my mindset towards it. Obviously, there's other big wrestling media uh, personalities that also do clips as well, uh, Denise, uh, Chris Van Blee, etc. Um, so, it just seem like the growth they've had as well doing uh, clips and just kind shorter content, as well as the stuff they're doing as like their long form interviews. It's um, it's a formula that works. So you know, if it, it, it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm just gonna keep yeah. on working. It. For sure, for sure. And and you know, speaking of clips
3: and yeah. kind of the the benefit, and it can also be a detriment depending on what your what the clip is. Yeah. Um, can, things can go viral. Um, I know you're a big fan of the National Wrestling Alliance. We've talked about that before was a clip that went super viral recently caused some controversy <laughs> um there was cocaine usage on the show we talked about that me and Jeremy the past week how do you feel about um them doing that as like a big fan of the National wrestling alliance and um I guess I guess just what's your thoughts on that because like it, it caused more people are talking about that in the way right now than kind of uh they have been recently for good or for for better or for
2: worse. Yeah, honestly, I didn't get a chance to watch the pay-per-view, so I just I, I knew the results of the show. And I was like, oh, that must have been great. Uh I tried to tap in really closely to like the Colby Carino and uh, Joe Alonso match, big oh, yeah. fan of those two guys. Um, so I didn't see that that spot that you're talking about that happened. So um I just randomly saw an article on Fightful. Um and you know they talked about what what substance was used during the spot. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe not the greatest decision in the world to do that, especially with impending possible rumored TV deals. Um, But I'm not in charge. So that's none of my business. I saw it as did I laugh at it? Uh Uh-huh. Was I entertained? Yeah. But is that a great move? We will see. (laughs) That's fair. That's a good answer.
1: It doesn't feel like it was a great move based on uh kind of information that came out today <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the TV deals that, that were signed today. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you do you edit and, and clip all your own stuff, Malcolm?
2: Uh, so right now I started to work with the editor just because like I'm super busy. But I mean, in general though, like about 90% of what you see that I upload comes from me. The last 10%, I have someone work on it with me as well. There's something I feel like it's like with bigger stars. I feel like I can really uh, do numbers on numbers. That's why I try to send it to my guy who's like, super talented at editing and like so I had like a Jacob Fatu interview recently I'm like okay I know anytime I interview a Fatu or Samoan it will always get views so I'm like here you take it clip it do whatever you need to do make it look pretty and uh it usually goes well so I, I just started working with someone uh very happy with the work he's doing and uh yeah looking to expand that team a little bit more going down the future as long as I keep raking in all the big money that I keep getting sent by the internet
1: what do you what do you make overall i you're you're younger than, than we are but you know we grew up in an age where the the digital stuff wasn't quite as prevalent like it it came along but it certainly wasn't all youtube shorts uh tiktoks instagram reels things like that like we're i'm very like i understand that uh, YouTube shorts is like the way of the future or really the present. And I'm yeah. very hard headed of like, nah, people are just going to watch this like 20 minute interview. And for the most part, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't like, I do think clips are the way to go, but like growing up in this generation, what what is your overall impression of it? And like, do you kind of understand like where it all came from and, and how it all started compared to where it was?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think like the whole like idea of clips and stuff just comes from like fine. I mean, I feel like that's like the originator for me. In my mind, because I mean, Vine kind of created musically, musically kind of created TikTok, TikTok kind of created Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, if you use that. Um, So I feel like that's kind of where it came from. Um, My mindset was I never wanted to do clips as well. Like I thought it was just like pointless and dumb. I'm like, they'll just just watch the interview. Like, you'll see if you watch it. But I also realized if I want to grow quicker, that's the that's the that's the goal that's the goal of this whole social media game is to grow and obviously let your audience be entertained. Um, So, you know, I kind of just realized I'm like, this is what works. If I'm not doing it, I'm gonna get left behind. So I just started doing it. Um, I also know streaming is a really big thing right now, like kick and uh, rumble and Twitch, like people that are on those platforms right now are doing very well. I don't understand streaming at all. So I'm trying to like slowly try to wrap my head around that before I just jump on a camera and start talking. Um, but that's definitely something I'm looking forward to doing maybe into next year, as soon as I like have a full grasp of how that really works. Um, but yeah, I mean I feel like you just gotta just know what the trends are on the internet you gotta follow them. And if you don't, then you fall off, that's on you, fam.
3: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean there's there's more opportunity than ever when it comes to all the different platforms. Like what kick's yeah. doing right now is incredibly interesting. The money that they're throwing around and the people that they're getting is yeah, it's it's really It's definitely something for people to keep their eyes on. Um, As far as like, you know, you mentioned Vine, kind of like small world. I I actually, uh, I I resisted my urge to double dab just then because it made me think of Logan Paul, someone who became very famous from Vine, who's now a United States champion. You're drinking prime. There you go. Here's the Maverick right there, part of the Logang. How does it feel to see Logan Paul win the United States championship, beating a legend in Rey Mysterio nonetheless?
2: I mean, Ray Mysterio is a terrible father. So I mean he kind of deserved <laughs> it personally. But I mean, I think it's really cool. I mean, a lot of people have different opinions on Logan Paul. They're all very justified opinions because he, ha- you know, he has his controversies as For sure. a YouTuber, um, as a social media creator. But I mean, I think the dude is so athletic and so he just took to wrestling so easily. I mean, I don't think I've seen someone take to wrestling so like fast and a smooth transition than like maybe like a Kurt Angle or Ronda Rousey, honestly. Like, the level of, like, and he's not even an Olympic athlete or, like, a, you know, former UFC women's champion or anything. So, like, to see him just kind of come in and just learn wrestling as if, like, he's been doing it on the indies for 15 years, uh it's been incredible to see. So, it's kind of, it's one of those situations where, like, you don't necessarily need to like him to just understand, like, this dude's money, and that's just the end of it. Like, you just have to know, like, what you're seeing is, is money, and what you're seeing is probably a future world champion and probably a future Hall of Famer. So you might as well just jump on the, the train, bro, because he's gonna be here for a while, and I'm liking it.
3: Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of what he's doing for sure. I think I, I think he just definitely deserves credit. Um, but I mean, he, he has controversies. A lot of a lot of these guys do for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like who else? Who else from like that space do you think? May get involved or should get involved. Like, do you think like KSI, like, may get more involved in wrestling, especially since Logan's so done so well at it? And, like, they're so famous together as a team. And like, who all do you think from that world maybe might cross over?
2: Yeah. I mean, KSI was definitely the first name I was thinking about because I um, mean, he obviously did a spot at WrestleMania with Logan. Uh, he mentioned to Kathy Kelly that he would wrestle Bobby Lashley, which I was like, oh, that's random. Okay, cool. Um, I think now because like he just came off that loss or draw or robbery, depending on how you see it with Tommy Fury, um, that he's taking some time away from boxing currently. So maybe there's an opportunity for him to jump into Rumble. That's kind of my prediction, at least. Um, I, I wouldn't put it past WWE to bring in Jake Paul at some point. That's literally Logan's brother, and he's a massive star. Whether you like him or hate him, he's just a massive star. I personally think those are the three guys that actually can come over to like, a WWE or an AW, like level company and actually make like a real impact. I feel like... Every other YouTuber or big content creator I can think of just doesn't look like a professional wrestler. Um, half of them barely look like professional boxers. But like, yeah. I, I don't think most of them would look, you know, right as a pro wrestler. Um, I mean, you just got to think about it. like Mr. Beast in WWE would not be cool. Well, I think I, um, I think he would be massive for the brand though, because so many kids love yeah. WWE, and like, they
3: Mr. Beast is so massive. I was actually going to ask you. This is a good that you brought this up. So, are you familiar at all with what's going on with the moist wrestling league with Moist Critical?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He so turned up like, recently.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, they had like like Warhorse was like a part of it and stuff. Like, he's actually got some like people in there. And he did a video with uh yeah, with uh Malachi um, Black came in and like trained those guys and stuff. So, like Moist Critical, aka Penguin Zero, Charlie, he's got a bunch of aliases <laughs> online. Um, how do you feel about like because like this dude? He's running. For people who might not know, he started his own wrestling re- league recently. They're running like shows on. Yeah, they're running on YouTube, and he has such a massive YouTube channel. They're like, like he has like ten, maybe like ten million plus like YouTube subscribers, and then a, a ton of Twitch subscribers as well, and so on and so forth. Massive personality. So they're getting like way more views than like your average like wrestling company would, just because it's on his channel and he just started doing this. And like, no one's really talking about it in our space yet. And I'm over here kind of in the corner, like, yo, like, this is kind of a big deal going on over here. Like, no one really. But so I just kind of put that on on your radar if maybe you didn't know about it and like kind of let you know Mm -hmm. that there are people getting in the wrestling space right now that are just massive YouTubers, similar to boxing that just have big followings and are like getting in this space now, which is kind of crazy
2: yeah, I actually did not even know about that. Like I'm a big fan of um of him. He has to me names to go by. But, yeah, my best friend is like a big fan of him. So like he showed me him like last year or two years ago. I did not. I, I knew he's like interested in wrestling on some level, but I didn't realize he had like a league going. So, yeah, just I'm look into it. that. That's
3: dope. Yeah, just as a little promotion, y'all should check it out. I I commented on like a post like maybe like a year ago. It was he was like talking about like hey, I might start a wrestling league, and I was like, dude, I got an interview for Fightful, and, he, and I never heard back. But there was all these comments under it that were like vouch, vouch, vouch. There was like all these people that were like, dude, get the interview. And I was like, if I ever hear back from this guy, I absolutely will. So, um, there, it's there's easy. yeah, it's 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 blowing up even more in a. On the internet, maybe where, where's the where dude? I, I'm honestly not sure. Um, I think he lives, I believe he lives in like Tampa, Florida. Okay, so I think that they probably run out of there, but he also, like, he owns like you know his own esports league, Moist Esports, and like yeah. he, he's just such like this massive brand. He's this guy who just sits around in a white t shirt and just talks about <laughs> internet culture, you know? He's
2: jacked, too, like, he got muscles, like, so he's big. He, well, he's he's <laughs> like
3: little, but like, he's he's like fit. It's like it's yeah. hard to explain, yeah, so. But yeah, anyway, Jerry has no idea what we're talking no, about. No, no, right no. Now. So here's the thing. I actually oh. do know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I've
1: heard of this moist wrestling. Like I've, I got sent this a while ago of like, you should check this out. This is this new wrestling. And I just kind of dismissed it because okay. I didn't really understand what it actually was, how big, I guess it actually is. Uh, but no, I've actually heard of this. So I know a little bit about it. I can't say I know as much as you, Jensen, wow. but I yeah. have heard a little
3: this bit. About. Fascinating. I'm Speaking I'm of cool. clips, Malcolm, <laughs> if you want a clip. Clip this, get it on TikTok, and we'll get some attention to you and to Moist Wrestling. Maybe you can do Hell some yeah. stuff with that league on YouTube. That'd be sick.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to clip this
3: for sure. I yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. Powers combined.
1: Let, let me let me get get things back away from, from Moist Wrestling here, okay. uh, but still yeah. in, in the same space here. A, a league that is uh, done very well for themselves, that kind of was created based on internet buzz, uh, DPW. You've been a regular at third shows, Malcolm. Like, what, what is the the vibe there, and what's it been like uh, working a little hand-in-hand with DPW? Yeah,
2: so I was there during, like, the earlier years of DPW. I did some backstage interviewing. Um, the guys over there are always great. I mean, like, I, I felt like I was always treated super well over there. Um, I haven't really been there in, a, in like, a few, like, a year or so, but um, I, I feel like DPW, honestly, in my opinion, is, like, the hottest independent promotion in the world. Like. Um, they just actually curate stars that really do get signed. I mean, we're seeing it now. Uh, Jay Malachi, Lucky Ali, um, amazing, amazing talents. I uh, very happy for them, especially Lucky Ali. He's from my, like, area as well in D.C. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they really make stars. Like, the people that go to those shows are, like, the most dedicated wrestling fans you will ever see. And that's coming from a world of, like, GCW that we live in. Mm-hmm. DBW fans are built different. And like they, they really understand wrestling. The people that run it understand wrestling. They understand media and how it works. And that's why DPW is such a big success. So like nothing but credit to them. They're doing great. Uh, they haven't had a miss yet, and I don't think they're going to miss anytime soon. So shout out DPW. Uh, oh,
3: sorry. Yeah. Well, I, there was another company I wanted to ask you about, but James, do you have a follow up about DPW? No, go ahead. Um, I um I also I, I was watching MLW recently, yeah. and I saw Alice Kane come out to the ring boom my fight Club. I was like, wait a second, is that Malcolm? How'd yeah. that happen?
2: Alex <laughs> Kane. <laughs> <I really laughs> just, he asked me, and I was like, sure, yes, plus. <laughs> yeah, no, Alex Kane is a great dude. I mean, I'm so happy that he became world champion. Uh, I've interviewed this guy maybe four or five times now, and, like, I it's always one of my favorite people to talk to. Like, I feel like the interviews with him are always, like, the vibes are always there. Uh, he's a great wrestler. He's a great person. So, I mean, it's great to see him as world champion, him, like, give back to me. Uh, just had that little opportunity, which is, it meant the world to me as well. You might you might see me pull up at Fightland as well, November 18th, Fight TV. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, Alex saying he's he's a great guy. Um, I'm just super happy that he's a world champion, getting that recognition that he actually deserves um, as like a real force in wrestling. So shout out him, man. I mean, he got Fatu coming up. Then he probably has Cardona if he defeats Fatu. I mean, he he has he's a he's a, he's a busy he's a busy schedule coming up, and I'm just happy to be part of this like, little pit little part of his match, a little part of his career. But yeah, it was really dope. I was very nervous um, walking out there. I didn't realize—I didn't realize I get nervous at things. I'm actually a, a pretty calm, confident person most of the time, um, and also really attractive and great looking. But like for some reason, I got really nervous, and I was like, "Wow!" The minute I walked out there, I was like, "This is dope, but I'm scared." But this is really dope. It was like the weirdest feeling in the world, and I won't experience it again. So, Fightland, nice to meet you. My name is Muscle Man Malcolm. Let's let's talk
1: so i kind of have two follow-ups on that two different directions on the follow-up one being the nervousness and you were on uh national broadcast good day good day fox uh good day dc right um and you know you corrected the person like no muscle Man malcolm strongest pro wrestling interview ever like I, it doesn't feel like you get nervous, but it was just kind of walk me through that that whole appearance, and and specifically which is the, your, your pen tweet for people who don't yeah. know, uh, specifically that moment where you were just like, "I'm gonna correct you, like you're gonna get this right, and I'm gonna make my my presence felt on this show."
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know where I got the balls to correct someone on Apple Television <laughs> from, honestly. Um, I I I wanted to say sorry after, but I think she found it funny, so I was like, "All right, I guess I don't need to." But I felt kind of bad almost saying it, but I was like, "Well." You only get one shot, so I might as well shoot it. Um, yeah, bro, I, I get nervous a lot. Like, I'm just a very quiet person when I'm not talking on camera. So, like, it was it was a very weird moment because, like, before I got on camera, I think they were, like, a little nervous that I, like, wasn't going to speak up or talk because I was very quiet just sitting backstage, kind of just hello to, like, two people and just kind of just sat there because I'm just a normal, quiet person. And then, like, it all came out once the camera was rolling because that's just how my personality works. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's a weird feeling. Cause like I know myself and I know like, I just don't, I'm not a big talker in general, but then as soon as like a camera goes, I just can't like shut up. So I don't know why I'm like that, but I like it. It's a good vibe. <laughs> I like it. It is a good vibe.
1: All right, my, my other follow-up, again, completely different direction. We've talked about MLW. We've talked about appearances you've, you've kind of made, whether it's an interviewer on screen. Talked about influencers making transition to boxing and wrestling and all this stuff. So, you know, strongest YouTuber, strongest interviewer, best interviewer. We know you got the charisma, Malcolm. When's it happening? When we, Last time you were on this show, you said you want to work with NWA. You want to be world's heavyweight champion. That's what you said on this show.
2: So this When's it happening? When, uh, I mean, I don't know the the debut. about. I don't know about the NWA World Champion part. Um, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you all this, man. I mean, like, it would to have all this personality and great looks and great fashion sense and just overall charisma and great speaking ability and everything that a pro wrestler needs. I mean, it'd be a shame if I didn't grace that ring at least once. So I feel like that has to happen in 2024. It probably will happen in 2024. If we're being honest. I mean, like, for all you guys know, I could be going to wrestling training after this. I could have came from wrestling training. I could be in the gym right now. This could be a this would be a green screen. There could be wrestling going on behind me. You don't know. It's not a it's green screen. Quiet. It's quiet. It cool. is. I have really good microphones, <laughs> and that's why you don't hear anything. But I digress. I mean, I think it's going to happen. Um, you know, if anyone wants to step up, it's a real question. I think most of these wrestlers are scared of me. Um, they, they like when I talk to them and ask them questions to make them feel good, but they don't want to wrestle me. Cause like, they don't want to step to me. I'm a CrossFitter now. All right. I'm on a different level. That means I think I'm better than everyone. So like I, I'm built different. Okay.
1: Is that a thing in the CrossFit world? The, the It does feel <laughs> like CrossFit people put themselves on a pedestal. A I understand bit.
2: why they do, because like the <laughs> amount of cardio and strength you need to even be like decent at that sport is crazy. I mean, I thought I was perfect already as a power lifter. I've been humbled so much during CrossFit. I never ran so much in my life and said until, like, when I was, like, wrestling in high school, I ran a lot. But, like, this is, like, a level of, like, running and lifting at the same time that's just unneeded. And I don't know why we do it. It's supposed to be for functional strength. I don't feel functional. I just feel like I'm just tired all the time. But for some reason, it works. And I think that's going to transition over to the pro wrestling ring when I defeat – a wrestler, a YouTuber, whoever wants to step up, gets smacked up. Um, it's going to work out in my favor.
1: Let me, let me throw some names at you. You, you you let me know if you, you know, you're, you're willing to step up okay. to these guys. All right. Yep. So the first one I'm going to throw at you is another man who likes to, to wear a hat. Yep. That's Brian Keith.
2: My good friend, Brian Keith. I mean, like, I love that guy, but I mean, I hate the Cowboys and he's from Texas. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, he gets smacked for
3: sure. Oh,
2: man. Okay. Okay. All
3: right.
1: Well, let me, let me throw a, another name. Uh, he's been on our show before. I throw two names at you. Okay. They, they they were just GCW. They just won the GCW tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Dominic Garini and Kevin Koo.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've met them before. Great guys. Um, they came to DPW, met Kevin. Great guy. I mean, just because I think you're great doesn't mean that I don't think I can, like, smack you. Like, I think I can, I can smack them. Do I think I would win? Not necessarily, but that's, it doesn't matter about if you win or you lose. It's about the clips and the highlights. So, like <laughs> my personality, I, I personally think that I could smack them, and I might get killed for it, but I can do it and try and lose, but it'll be a highlight.
1: I got, I got two more for you. You, right. you mentioned highlights. You mentioned clips. You mentioned yeah. going viral and things like that. The, the, the most indie viral god out there, Matt Cardona.
2: Now, I love Matt Cardona. Um, I've interviewed him a lot. Um, And he's a great guy. I will never have a bad word to say about him. I don't think I would win. He's a bit too jacked for my liking. Um, I think I I could stun him if I wore a John Cena shirt and I wore like an Eve Torres mask and he'd be confused. (laughs) And then I would smack him. And then he would beat me up, but I would smack him, and that's the part that matters because that's the clip. I cut out where he beats me up, and I just clip the part that works for me.
1: All right, last one. Dream match of all dream matches here, Malcolm.
2: Omas, I mean, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't smack my dad. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I like, you know, you don't go, you don't smack a king, you know? I mean, like, yeah. if anything, I'd be his tag partner, obviously. Like, I know, I just wouldn't wrestle him. That's That's my... It's one of my many, many African American fathers in this <laughs> or just African. He's just African. Uh, Mark Henry, Biggie, Bobby Lashley, Omos, all of them. Yeah, yeah. is Omas the top? Is he? Is he the top donor of that group? No, no, it's Mark Henry for sure. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. he's like second. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love your love for Omos, baby. I mean, look, almost say, stand I, up." You, you got, I, I, there, there. Dude, right, oh, right, yeah, Yeah. Right, <laughs>
2: Yeah, if I mean, you. you're not Homo sapien. honestly, I don't think you're like living your life correctly. Like there's a way to like wrestling, and it starts at the top. And that's seven <laughs> foot four of Nigerian giant Omos. And anything like you can like your Rollins and your Reigns and all that kind of stuff. But last time I checked, they're not seven foot tall. They're short compared. So like if, if you want to like wrestling, you have to like larger than life. If you want larger than life, you like you have to like OMOS. If you don't like OMOS, you don't like larger than life. If you don't like larger than life, you don't like wrestling. If you don't like wrestling, you're a dork
3: dude i i agree with everything you just said that line of thinking was incredibly accurate i'm a big homo sapien myself I, I i i like the guy i um i i don't watch the to be super closely at the moment what do they have him doing is he doing anything right now on the show almost oh, sad answer. He, he's busy he's busy okay he's too big for it I get it like he's too big See, that, that, and that's that's the only thing I was ever afraid of with them is they just wouldn't know how because he isn't just a big guy he's a big guy who actually like can move pretty well and like does have a grasp on like what he's doing out there like it it isn't like you know I don't want to name names but in, like at in the NBA like Sean Bradley was kind of the guy who everyone knew is like kind of the uncoordinated guy who was seven plus and like you know just but Omos isn't that. Like, I think they have really something there in him, and people kind of like to like tongue in cheek roast him or whatever. But I, I don't get that honestly. I, hey, I, I, I like him.
2: Let's think about it like this: every WrestleMania match Omas has had has been against a world champion. He he tagged with AJ and defeated Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods as well. And then the next year, Bobby Lashley, former world champion, and then Brock Lesnar. I'm just saying, Omas has the best WrestleMania matches ever. You got your Hogan's and versus Rock, but then you have. Your homage was bobby. And that's real wrestling when you think about it.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know you're bringing up powerlifting, and you said that Mark Henry is like the main uh like opponent and just His dad. You know, yeah, dad. yeah, right. Of course. Dad number one. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's 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 just kind of um interesting timing that like just the other day I was talking to somebody who's kind of like a non-wrestling fan, but Mark Henry came up in that conversation. And They were like, Oh yeah, Mark Henry, badass. Like they like they knew Mark Henry. Like they didn't know a whole lot of wrestlers, but like Mark Henry was a guy that they were like, Oh, he was badass. Like he was the strongest, the strongest man. Like they like they remembered that. So and uh and they'd even remembered seeing like some of his like clips from when he was doing lifting. They like, remember they used to show him like actually doing the lifting and stuff on the show. And I was so he la- he really left like a real lasting impression. So uh it'd be cool if you can kind of be one of those guys for the next generation, man. Kind of like you know, get that tourist patch to you.
2: Yeah, I mean like me and dad used to go to the gym a lot. He taught me how to bench. I mean, he taught me how to deadlift, he taught me how to squat. I mean, honestly, yeah, it'd be great to like carry his legacy, Malcolm Henry in the building. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm willing to do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I um there was
3: um who was it? There was somebody within like the last couple of years that was doing he put did like the nation year on NXT and he got hurt. And I don't know what's happened to him since you know that's who I'm talking about. Is he it Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, is he around still? I haven't seen him in a I while. I think he's, he's still signed, right?
1: I feel like he got drafted and they just haven't. I yeah, think I drafted, actually watched yeah. him. I watched him uh, face Cameron Grimes in a dark match on SmackDown earlier this year.
3: Because i thought he's he him drafted a lot. Drafted of potential or too. Or I don't, don't know how go and is Ot- otis is a powerlifting guy also isn't he like came from that world or, or i think he, he was like he a, was a wrestling guy he was an amateur he's wrestler, wrestler. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a powerlifter. he's like stocky like a lifter, but yeah he wrestling background but yeah anyway this kind of came to mind those bigger dudes who like i feel like can still kind of break out and be something big how do you, you feel know. about like um who is it eyeball right now is out on his own yeah. um yeah how's he doing yeah, I saw you had a pretty good match last night. I actually watched him at Raw last night.
2: I think any guy that has, like, any meat on their bones is the best wrestler in the world. I mean, <laughs> on, on Dynamite, we're getting to with Joe and Keith Lee. Keith Lee's another yeah. one of my dad, so he's actually dad number six. Um, so <laughs> I mean, like, any, if you got meat on your bones, you're a great wrestler. If you're too skinny, I don't like you. But, like, you need, you got to be big. I need you to be 300 pounds plus. Then we could talk. Speaking of, uh, of AEW,
3: uh, when me and you – I think I he think was the last time. I, I know I've seen you in person at least once, maybe two or at least maybe twice actually. I shows yeah. in Atlanta. And one of the shows, um, Isaiah Cassidy performed on yeah. the event. Um, what was that experience like getting to interview him? Because you had a pretty cool setup in there where you got like your whole little area and you did a, a video interview with him.
2: Yeah. I mean, they know when Malcolm comes in the building, they treat me right. You know, VIP. <laughs> they put me in the VIP section. I mean, he was, you know, used to it. Um, no, he was very nice. I mean, I don't think I've had. I've had no interactions with wrestlers like doing interviews or whatnot. It's ever been negative. Um, I mean, you could say that has to do with like just the wrestlers being great people, but I think it more has to do with just me being great um, personally. Cause I mean, like everyone gets upset about stuff and no one gets upset at me. So, I mean, I just think it has to do with me just being such a great and humble and kind person that uh, yeah, I always have great experiences. I, I I cannot name one wrestler. And if I could think of one, I also wouldn't tell you um, that I ever had a bad experience with. So life's good
1: <laughs> you could just
2: bury cardona
1: just no he was just, also he was very nice he no cardona having, is fantastic cool, i everybody man. everybody that comes on the show though because like cardona's personality on screen personality is his on-screen personality right yeah. like he's he's a dick he's a heel that's that's just who he is so when we get wrestlers on here they just ask him to bury cardona and then they'll shoot on the you know the on-screen cardona when they talk about Cardona off screen, it's like he's the most helpful guy. He always tries to give you merch ideas. You know, he tells you like, go sell this, go sell that, like get yourself over, how to yeah. get yourself over type of things. But yeah, Cardona. Like, I have
2: nothing but great, great experiences with him. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, every time I talk to like Alex Kane, I always try to uh, bring in a Cardona question. And so I know he'll go off on Cardona. Yeah. And then like, I know I can tweet it. And I know Cardona <laughs> will probably respond to it. Exactly. And more of us. So like, I always love Cardona. Like he's the easiest person to talk to. And also like, I was such a massive fan of his when I was 11. Like Zack Ryder was like the guy for me. Like there was Zack Ryder and then there was John Cena. So like, it's always like a pleasure to talk to him.
1: Exactly. Cardona knows the game and the wrestlers who work with him know the game. But then yeah, you want to talk about the actual person. Fantastic guy. A handful of times that that I've met him and talked to him. Uh, One person who's not a great guy. I'm going to try to get you to bury this person. Literally like the nicest person on earth. I'm going to try to get you to bury him. Chris Van Vliet. This dude sucks. Just terrible.
3: I got. Uh, I'm on screen here. I'm on screen here, like (laughs) next to Jeremy as he's doing this. I don't want that to represent me.
2: I like. I can't say anything bad about him. I mean, like he he gives he gives me so much time whenever I see him at these independent shows, and he'll like just he'll go through like my channel and tell me what I need to fix. Uh, He'll he'll compliment a lot of stuff. He'll like just he'll criticize himself in a in a good way and a positive feedback. Um, I always learn something talking to him. I, I feel like. I could talk to him for five minutes and I feel like I've learned like 30 minutes worth of information. Like great dude. Just, just wonderful guy. Just uh, our new tag team name, me and Chris is a uh, Chris Van black man.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Are, are you teaming? Because the last I saw it was, you You were trying to do the, the Van Vliet against Malcolm yeah. agenda here. So I'm trying to push that Malcolm. I'm trying to
2: promote here. Oh yeah. I mean, okay, Chris, if you're watching this man, yo, I, I, I mess you up. <laughs> I mean, like we can do, we can do boxing, we can do ballet, whatever you want to be.
1: You said chess boxing. We're, we're chess fans boxing. of chess boxing here. I don't know how together. to play
2: chess, but I will figure it out. And we can play checkers as well. If you want to, I will mess you up <laughs> and everything.
1: I will say, I, I assume people know I'm being facetious with all this stuff, but like, Chris Van Vliet, literally like the nicest dude in the world. And that's why, like Denise Salcedo is always just one, one of my good friends. And I try to get people to be mean to her because she's also a sweetheart. Van Vliet, when I, when I met him, I was with Sean. And Sean said something like jokingly of like, oh, yeah, you stole that from us. And Van Vliet's like, oh, my God, did I? did I re- I'm i so sorry. I'm so sorry this happened. And then Sean's like, no, I'm kidding, Chris. And his, he, he apologized for apologizing. Like he's he's the nicest dude. In the he's world. Canadian
2: that's why every Canadian is super
1: nice <laughs> I I do, I do a show Canadian. I do a show with a Canadian uh three days a week he's the worst person ever so I, I don't think all Canadians are great I, I don't quite agree with that yeah, uh, I, mean,
2: is, I mean Christian is also not a great he's exactly a great they exactly my dad's all the time so he's crazy for that <laughs> fantastic heel <laughs>
1: great deal, great deal. he's like no van van vliet's great i just saw you guys had uh, a, little, a little something going on on so i'm trying to push this stuff i'm willing really to fight know
3: van Vliet is trained. And hug them. Oh, oh sorry i will fight and hug everyone <laughs> yes there you go people forget van vliet's trained like the two of y'all could, could could legitimately go out there and wrestle i like the idea of this
2: yeah i mean i would gladly wrestle him i mean it wouldn't be much of a wrestling match it'd be more of like me just like punching his face a bunch until the point that you just, you he won't be able to do interviews anymore if I just keep punching his face. And he won't have that great looking face anymore. So he can't do those great interviews. And then says he won't be able to do those great interviews, who are they going to watch? Me. Damn. So honestly, I don't even want to do a wrestling match with him. I don't want to do chess boxing. I want to do mixed martial arts. Ooh. I, mean, oh. I, I would gladly punch him in the face. Not because I think he's a bad person. He's incredibly nice, but like he's just a bit too good looking. And I need more people <laughs> watching me. Okay. Who's
1: better looking, him or John Alba?
2: That's a good looking dude. I was, I'm still going to put Chris on top, though. I mean, I think they're both some attractive looking gentlemen, but I mean, Chris Van Bleed is really that guy.
1: I mean, yeah. that's, that's fair. Yeah. They get compared to each other a lot. They do. John, Alba's going to be so
2: mad when he hears this, by the way. <laughs> great. Because like they both got great hair, you know? Oh, so yeah. yeah they, they stay stay still. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't move like it just yeah. it's like locked it i don't understand it i'm
1: gonna have chris, chris has got to let me kiss his hair i've kissed john alba's hair chris has got to let me kiss his hair so i can compare you know, which hair is a better kisser
2: yeah you only wants to do it because of the hair you know compare <laughs> that's that's the only reason um hey speaking
3: of like you know wrestling media personalities you know, wrestling Um, it came out the other day that Sean Ross Sapp's going to wrestle Shaz McKenzie. That seemed to cause quite the the stir on social media. How did you feel about that
2: announcement? I mean, I feel like because I plan to wrestle, I feel like Sean just took my spotlight personally. (laughs) Actually, I hope he gets injured, honestly. I hope he breaks his leg. I hope he breaks his leg in 12 different places and can't move from that stupid chair. I say this, and I love you, Sean, but I feel like you kind of took my spotlight a little bit, and I just don't appreciate that. And yes, I understand I'm on a fight full, and this is kind of like your thing, but like, I just don't care. I don't like it. And I, I'm praying on your downfall. And I pray to God you get hurt. Um, that's the end of my sentence. Um, we <laughs> can also mix it up in uh, an octagon anytime you would like. Um, oh, Sean's vision might be a little different, but I'm yeah. prepared to punch you in the mouth.
1: Uh, Sean's got legit like training, like, legit like catch wrestling, jujitsu training like, yeah i got a lot
2: of jiu-jitsu training also i just don't brag about it because you know I'm not a <laughs> so you know i i gladly can also grapple with him and it will be a bad night for him because i'm gonna put this heavyweight hustle on him and it's not gonna be good so whatever he wants to do we can do it but i'm honestly just praying december whatever the match is that he breaks his leg in 12 different spots that's all i need
1: <laughs> Shazam might make sure of it which would be fantastic sure. I, I don't want sean to actually Get hurt. That would be I nope.
2: Bit. I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not kidding.
1: <laughs> uh who else can we just bury on this show? This is fantastic. I
2: love burying people, honestly. I think everyone deserves to get
1: buried. All right, we, we don't need to, to fight these people, but Samira, Ella J, they I will they, fight
2: both of them. Okay, fair. <laughs> I hate best, them both. Best I, honestly I, I feel like they keep trying to attach themselves to like my spotlight. Like, oh, we're all coming up. No, no, we're not all coming up. I'm coming up. And you guys are just there, I guess. It's, it's me, Malcolm. I'm the one. I'm him. I'm that guy. You I love you
1: took Samura's phone for her vlog. That was amazing. I
2: mean, honestly, respectfully, like, I mean, like, who was going to watch it unless I was on it? So I, just, <laughs> I put the camera where it belongs. That's on me. I mean, she's great. lover, But let's be real. And it the views ain't it unless I'm on it. So let's just, let's just be real. Give me the camera. I'll do the talking. And they'll hand it back to you afterwards. And that's what I did. And she, in whatever Adam, read, read, money has yes, to say, she makes off of that video, I want 80%. All $2 she makes. Ella,
1: terrible food opinions. Like, just awful. I also like her.
2: Hater. Yeah, her. fair. Hate Honestly, her. Honestly, fair. Yeah, sure. I'm going to survivor series with her, but hater. <laughs>
1: i i hope don't let her pick what you guys like eat you gotta Mm-mm. just shut all that down
2: immediately I, yeah. i'm gonna be, eat vegan the entire time i'm there just to <laughs> just stir the pot a little bit
1: <laughs> hey let, let's be nice to people let's see if we can try to do that who do you like malcolm anybody in the, this this content creation game that you actually like i like
2: myself fair yeah Good answer. i mean honestly i don't really like anyone in the space it's more like i'm just trying to get what i need out of this space for me um i like the wrestlers i interview um, as far as media people, guys are nice. Um, I don't hope you guys break your leg or anything. I do hope Sean does. Um, <laughs> I like Van Bleet. I mean, I, I think he's a bit too good looking though. So that's like my only issue with him, but you know, it's nothing he can do about that. He's just, God just blessed them. Um, Denise is very nice. I met her for the first time in person. Uh, very nice. Very short, but very nice. Um,
1: Definitely short. Very short. Definitely short,
2: yeah. but she was cool. She was cool. Good people. Yeah. I mean, I guess I like some people. But I'm mainly just me and Omos. That's, that's my vibe. I respect it.
1: What do you think of wrestlers doing podcasts? Like, they're, they're trying to creep on our space here. And I'm not like super appreciative of that all
2: the time. I don't know. I, I mean, honest, honest opinion, I don't know if I really like it. I think it's a bit, oh, it's a bad opinion. Ah, I'll say it anyway. I feel like it's a bit corny. I mean, I just feel like you're like, it, it takes the believability for me out of it when I see you just making a podcast as well and just talking about, like, what you did 30 years ago, I don't know if I'm a giant fan of it, honestly. Like, I I, I don't know. It's a bit weird to me. Not fair. Like, yeah. I think there are some good wrestler podcasts. Well, like, there's definitely some good ones. I mean, like, Hulkamander's yeah. great. The Iconics have a show, and I watch that, like, pretty consistently. They're really good. Um, Matt Cardona talks more about, like, wrestling figures, so I feel like that, like, differs from his personality, which, to me, I can, like, draw the line and like, it's different and cool. But there's some people, and I won't drop names, but personally, I just think it's, like, you sound corny, respectfully.
1: Should drop names. Oh, we could really make some, some click headlines
2: no, out of no, this no, no, if no. we drop some
1: names.
2: No, 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 no.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: we're going to go from there.
3: We're just going to sit here and bury people. Uh, who yeah, I can go back to my show, Snap. I
2: mean, I really hope you break your leg <laughs> in that match. Man. I mean, like I honestly do. Like, yeah, I feel like you really stole that spotlight from me. I know you have more followers, so more people saw what you're doing and less what I was doing. but I, I know you saw what I was doing. And that's the part that bothers me, that like you took my spotlight like that. That's crazy. Stealing from a small creator is wild of you. That's crazy. So I pray yeah. on your downfall. I pray the <laughs> worst of you. And But happy Thanksgiving as well. So. <laughs> do, you, do you
1: have, like, are you worried about any type of backlash with that whenever you do step into the ring? Because look, Sean's about to do it. He's gotten a ton of flack for it. Um, I know uh, Simon Miller, J- just wrestled on impact and he got like some, some comments, not quite as much. I think some people realize of like, Oh, Sean is a quote unquote reporter journalist. Simon Miller is like a content creator. There's the balloons. Uh, <laughs> like, you y- yourself that. also is like, you are an interviewer kind of content creator. You don't, yeah. I don't think you fancy yourself as a journalist. Like, like Sean kind of does. Like, but are you worried about? Like any type of backlash from like getting in the ring and doing a match?
2: I don't think so. Because like, I think anyone that follows me at this point, and I think the people that eventually will follow me because of whatever match I do have, um, it probably be against Chris Van Blee when I smack his like great looking face. Um, I think people understand my personality is very just unserious. So I feel like that translates well. If I became like a wrestler for a match or two, that like obviously I'm not trying to like be- go become WWE champion. I'm just kind of here just to do something entertaining. I-, I feel like if you look at it like that, it's pretty understandable to see why I would do that. Like it just kind of adds up my personality. So I feel like when Sean Ross Sapp gets like that kind of flag, personally, I don't think as much as I want him to break his leg in 10 different places, 12 different places, 15 different places, um, as much as I like, you know, want that for him. I also don't think it's really that needed because I, I do know the guy is actually trained. So like, I, it makes sense why he would wrestle. Simon Miller, I, it's always been super entertaining to me. So like, again, it makes sense why he would wrestle. Dude's also yoked. It just makes sense. He's big. Um yeah, I don't understand why people do that. I mean, to me, all well, what was the Eric Bischoff said? Like controversy equals cash or something. So, like, if you're talking about me, I don't really care. As long as you just hit the follow and like button, you can say what you want. Personally, I just, I can turn off Instagram. So, like, it doesn't bother me that much.
1: And most of these people, like, do follow Sean. He does the yeah. bit where he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> Simon Miller looks shockingly like Christopher Daniels. I thought it was Christopher Daniels. At first.
2: And Christopher got, like, yoked this yeah. shirt. Like, Simon's this big. Is
3: big, yeah. And he's been training and working at it for, like, a long time now. Like, it's been years. So, it's, it's cool that, like, because he's a guy who, like, isn't just getting on the show because of his following. Like, he clearly put a lot of work in to, to be as good as he is in there. That's so, true. yeah, massive respect to him for what he's doing. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: I don't think it's really that fair when people give them, like, that kind of flak. So, I'm like, well, if you put in the work, I mean, I feel like you deserve the reward of it. I mean, I feel like – I don't, I don't like the idea of, like, people label you just as a YouTuber, but, like, you chose a path that got you to where you need to be quicker. Someone else could have done the same thing, but they didn't. So, like, it's not fair to, like, crap on them because they chose a path that got them success quicker by showcasing their actual talent. When, like, they decided to maybe go a more traditional route, which is nothing wrong with that, but go to, like, wrestling school and wrestle for five, six, seven years, and then show up on a big show where people are still a little unfamiliar with you compared to a YouTuber that kind of just does it, figures out how to wrestle as well. And then pops in. I mean, like we all got avenues. If you take the wrong one, that's your choice. So let's do this.
3: I mean, it could even happen at the highest level of entertainment with someone like bad bunny. I mean, like he doesn't have to get involved in wrestling at all, but he loves it. And like, he clearly put the work in to do it. And like his matches are good. Like he doesn't, he doesn't look, he clearly respects it. And like, he fits in great and he brings in a ton of extra eyes, to be completely honest i had no idea like i'd heard the name bad bunny i didn't know what he looked like i didn't know his music nothing sure. and because he was on the show then i started realizing he was everywhere i started like seeing and realizing like oh my gosh my stepbrother listens to this guy's music all the time and like I, this is what, i've seen his face everywhere and it's like but that crossover can be super mutually beneficial and like and and once again you can't hate on somebody just because like you can you can hate on someone, I feel like if they didn't put the work in like you're saying, but if someone if something like Logan Paul or something like that, or something like Simon Miller, like, yeah, you have your internet fan base, but you also put the work
2: in. So like it's yeah. a, it's a win-win for everybody, really. As long as like you're putting in the work, I feel like that's the only part that matters. Like whatever avenue you took is what you took. But it's like if you can prove that you actually put forth effort to get what you deserved or to get like the opportunities that you're getting, then I feel like it really shouldn't matter, regardless.
1: Like one, he's putting in the work, too the money's going to charity. It's not like, he's even making a dime off of yeah, Sean, this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all yeah. going to charity. Uh, Malcolm, as, as we start to, to wind down here a little bit, you know, we, I think we asked this last time, but we'll ask it again. Dream interviews for you.
2: I've accomplished a lot of them recently. So I'm very happy with that. I just talked to Jeff Hardy over the summer. And that was really dope. That was a good um, interview. That was a really good interview. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. He was so cool. He was just sipping on a monster that I asked him. He said, sure. And then we did it. It was dope. Um, I feel like my dream interviews right now, um, I would say Owas, obviously. I feel like I have to say that. Um, I would say Cody Rhodes would be a dream one. I'm trying to go outside of WWE, maybe make it a little more realistic as well. Um, Zeta Steel. she's like on fire right now in Independence. Uh, I, I trained in MCW the same time that she was at MCW. Um, obviously, she's way more talented than I will ever be. But I definitely want to talk to her soon. Brian Keith, I want to talk to him soon um yeah i'll put it i'll leave it at that right now you know the other stuff will just pop in when it happens ksi i'm with ksi all right
1: you got one question to ask cody rhodes because i know cody's the dream interview for jensen as well you got one question to ask
2: cody rhodes what are you asking him oh man um 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 do you believe in god because i believe in (laughs) omas I respect, goes from there.
1: I respect it hey yeah. look my question would be so what do you want to talk about and then just let, let's let see what he wants to talk about i'd, I'd probably
2: ask him about like that brandy rhodes promo actually i love brandy oh, rhodes yeah. Uh, yeah which one the Jay cargo one yeah yeah open mic oh, yeah. night yeah, yeah i love that one so i probably asked about best that promos ever. yes
3: <laughs> jeremy's question is kind of like the uh like by asking what do you want what do you what do you want to talk about is basically like the uh you were granted three wishes and you're like, I want a thousand wishes with my first wish. That's, yeah. Just open smart, it up. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just open it up. See what he has to say off of good. that. And that's then good. go from there. Jensen, when we land the Cody Rhodes interview and we're going to land this, I'm going to will it into existence. I'm going to open the first, you're not going to be able to speak. Cause you're just going to be like, I don't know. You're just going to, you're just going to, you're not going to be able to speak. So I'm going to have to do all the talking anyway. That's going to be my first question to him. Uh, Malcolm our, the last question we ask everybody here Uh you were not here when we started doing this, this bit so this is actually I know right. you said that like you're kind of in an empty apartment right now but hopefully you got something lying around the coolest thing in your room
2: coolest thing in my room um oh I actually have it right here I'm so glad this is actually close by me so I have this wrestling shirt I got signed by a bunch of wrestlers when I was 13 well I got it when I was 13 and it's continued to pile up
1: Oh, so it's heck? signed by,
2: like, pretty much everyone in the world. Uh, we got Booker T somewhere on here, Matt Hardy somewhere on here. Leah Rush is somewhere on here. For some odd reason, Coco Beware decided to sign the back of it. Um, <laughs> I want to say that's, I don't know, Matt Cardona, I guess. I don't know. We got Santino right there. You know, there's a lot of people, man. I even got a Zack Ryder autograph. So Cardona and Ryder have signed this. Um, yeah, I'm very proud of this. Just because, like, it just shows how much I love wrestling and how – much money I'm willing to spend to travel to go to random events and random signings. Um, I love pro wrestling. I love influencer boxing. And most importantly, I love myself. And that's why I'll be successful. That's <laughs> our rules. Yeah, that's I awesome. very much respect that. Yeah. that's, that's thank, really you. Cool. Thank, you, thank you. Malcolm,
1: thank you for joining us here tonight. Let everybody know uh, where they can find you at.
2: For sure, man. I mean, it's right here. Malcolm Muscle. You can follow me everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube um i'm only i don't have one but we'll see money's there um honestly i'm just a guy that likes to interview wrestlers and luckily these wrestlers like to be interviewed by me um i just like to ask fun questions i'm an unserious guy but i ask serious questions so if you want to see some really serious interviews but a lot of smiles going through it follow me malcolm muscle everywhere muscle man malcolm everywhere if you want to see me wrestle in 2024 you gotta follow me malcolm muscle everywhere and i'm praying on sean's downfall
1: i appreciate you malcolm as someone who goes through all of these interviews and stuff i listen to a lot of interviews in during my day and anytime i listen to yours whether they're you know the three minute ones or the 30 minute ones i know i'm getting at least like two or three articles out of it even the three minute interviews like the nyla one i know i got like two things out of that uh the, the jeff hardy one which is relatively short there was like three clips out of that like Anything you do, like I can typically get something out of. So you ask good questions, you create good content, and I appreciate
2: you. Thank you, I appreciate it.
1: Uh, all the all the links are below that you can follow Malcolm on. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, we'll see if we see him in a wrestling ring uh, in the in the near future. You know, we shall see. We shall see. Malcolm, thank you, thank you again, man. We appreciate it, yeah. guys. We'll be right back here on the spotlight.
0: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars